You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game that's messy and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. We are both in new jobs. How is your job going? And man, what have you learned? Man, it's I'm still in that new job honeymoon phase, I know for a fact. But at the same time, it is already pushing me and challenging me in the ways that I expected it to. I said the exact same thing to my dean the other day. Mm. I walked in the office and I said, Dr. Coleman, I feel like I'm on a honeymoon. And and she said to me, well, sugar, you know, honeymoon don't have to end, right? Mm. And, and th- this is this is the thing that has been blowing my mind. Why? I've I've said, I've said, I've said it several times, kind of passively, but I've avoided saying it because I don't want to feel like I jinxed myself. Or yeah. when the honeymoon ends, I'm like, damn, I was, yo, best decision I've ever made in my life. Wow. This job changed, and like it, like I keep looking over my shoulder for it to go bad and left, and I can't fight the dog. There's been times where I just sit in my office. And I'm like, I get paid to do this. And it's, <laughs> like, I, I literally just look, I look around and I'm like, yo, this is, this is, and, and you know, I, I think, think people mistake, like, you know, life can be good and you can still have problems, right? For sure. So something pops up at the job that you don't like, it ain't about the problem, it's how you perceive the problem. Like, is Absolutely. it like, is it just something or is it? A thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. um I totally understand the honeymoon. But totally understand. Again, back to that, you gotta guard, you gotta protect you from you. Simon Sinek talked about down downhill skiers going through trees extremely fast. He say, think about it. When they go through them, they are not looking at the trees. They're not saying don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree. Because why? If you focus on hitting, not hitting the tree, what you gonna do? You gonna hit a tree. He said, "What they focus on is path, 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 path." So I caution you and me and everybody else who gets into a situation that may feel like it's too good to be true. Don't keep looking over your shoulder like something gonna happen, something gonna happen, something gonna happen. Because you know what? Something's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Except that it actually is. Like it could. It's very possible. Yeah. Where you are right now could be as good as you actually think it is. And yeah, bro, I had a conversation with, with a, with a team member and he's been with the organization two years. And he said, we were having this conversation. He said, yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. When I first came on, I was like, is this real? Do people like, are they this casual just in the dress code? Like, is this real? He said, man, it is. I told him, I said, I was wondering the same thing. He said, man, (laughs) Is real. Yeah. Everything you're seeing and feeling, this is real. 
Like yeah, this, everybody this I talk to, this yeah. is real. I, and so I, my, I'm believing it. My first couple of weeks, I, you know, I, I and I, I'll say it as it is, I work from home certain days of the week. And my first two or three weeks, besides completely squandering the time, and, and not using the time effectively, which is why I have 150 things in my grade box right now. I felt guilty. I'm like, supposed to be at work. Like, I'm supposed to be. No, you're, you're supposed to be working. You're supposed to be working. But, you know, your, your life, your job, your role, your position, yeah. your status is different now. It's different. It's you're different. Not a, you're not as much of a tactician. Yeah, you're moving into a strategist, and yeah. it is a dope feeling. It's a dope feeling, bro. It's a dope feeling, man. So, got a question for you? Okay. So, totally, I totally, totally, totally did not take offense to the comment to the to the message earlier this week. Didn't at all, not in the least bit. But when I read it, it was one of one of those. Nah, bro, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was one of those so i think i think but it's it's definitely worth the conversation well the 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 root of when i sent you that immediately when i finished that call i was like see my dog could be getting money like this i figured you already knew like why yeah. why can't he quote that why i mean he is in my opinion is more qualified more credentialed than me like i figured yeah you know what i'm saying and when i look at the or when i think back to the times that we've had those conversations like bro like why don't you just shoot the number and see what they say shoot a number like this and see what they say and you go back and forth about well i could if i don't shoot as high i could get a twofer possibly, you know, mm -hmm. with an opportunity or I'm thinking about the future and being able to come back and, 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 and be a speaker with them again. So mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, is he, is he lowballing himself by diminishing or minima minimalizing his own value? Gotcha. That's gotcha. why, that's where that I, came I, from. I, and I, and that's why I said, when you said it and this is how this is how how fresh it was on my mind because I actually I ran it by another friend of mine, the actual text message. And what I've learned, I've I don't know, I've been on this very big don't be offended kick. And like people just take, I don't know, I think we just find any any reason to be offended about anything. And I, I think it's it's just it's counterproductive to good conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every you know everything is not a thing. Sometimes people just said something weird. Clean it up, move on. Right? It, it's just that. Right. But when you said when when I read the text, I knew exactly what you're going, what you were saying. And my response to you was, um, "That's a false equivalency." And you said, <laughs> you said, nah, <laughs> then you, then you want to know with something else, but a false equivalency. And I, I looked up the definition because we use stuff sometimes. I know a false equivalency is a logical fallacy in which an equivalence is drawn between two subjects based on false reasoning. So I understand what you're saying, but it was one, it was the example and two, there's a whole lot of context. 
could I shoot a, a super high number and be like, well, there's a couple things. Should I could I shoot a, a super high number and and request that type of bread? And yes, I absolutely could. I was reading something the other day. Eric Thomas was saying when he didn't have a degree, he couldn't negotiate. Mm-hmm. When he got his bachelor's, he could negotiate a little bit more. When he got his mm-hmm. master's, he could negotiate a little bit more. When he got his doctorate, there was no more negotiation. This was the price. This was my number. This was the number. The issue here with this is we could use a, a bachelor's degree. You get a bachelor's degree in education. I You get a bachelor's degree in engineering. I got a bachelor's degree in education. We go to our first job. You can go and ask for 90000 for an engineering job. I can't go act for 90,000 with a teacher job. The most I'm gonna get is 50. And that, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's depending yeah. on where you are. So the, the first who you thing are or it, where you are. Yes. What do you mean? I said who you are or where you are. You said that, that 50,000 depends on I, I I'm trying where to get clarity. Where, where you, are. you are. Yeah. So where you're you saying are. that if you are in a different location, yes, you could get more than 50. Yes, but it, it would be comparable to the cost of living you see what i'm saying like which every job is like that which is every job yeah it's comparable like i think the starting pay in alabama is like for teachers is like 45 right out of high school so location matters oh hell yeah you know you go up to new york okay the other day i was talking to my dad and I was I just a, looking at. I got a. I got a. Oh, I got a response to this one. Go ahead. Okay. Man. Go ahead. I was. I, I was talking to my dad, and we was looking at the pay scale, and um, his, based on my experience in degree levels, my salary would double in New York. Yeah. But you can't get a a, a studio apartment for less than three. So cost of living. So it's relative. So um, that it's that part. The market demands. Now, I'm re- I'm interested to hear your response because I've I've sat around on this for days and I just want to get something back. All right, go ahead. All right. So location matters. The question is which location? Whose location? You in your location are basing your value off of that. But the request is coming from a different location. Let's say the request is coming from New York, where again, your salary would double there. So if the demand is coming to the supply, the value is not based on where the supply exists. The value is where the demand is coming from. So although 45 may be a teacher's salary in Alabama, New York wants you, regardless of you being in Alabama, and New York is used to paying and understands that you cost more. They went and got you. They came for you. You know what I'm saying? So you get to set your price and you got to recognize location matters. It don't matter that I'm in Florida. It don't matter that I have a bachelor's degree versus a doctorate, like to E.T.'s point. It's about how you see you. And it's not just your location. If, if, if it was reversed, if I'm in New York and somebody from Alabama is coming to get me to speak, am I basing my price off of Alabama? No, I'm basing it off of here. The location is up here. The the supply and the demand. I I, I totally get that. But the problem is it's the market because even if you go to New York, although the money will be higher, you'll still be scraping the bottom of the barrel because the salary is the salary is the salary for this market. This is what you're getting. 
I get that some industries, some markets have certain limitations on them. Yeah. And no matter who you are, you're only going to be able to pull so much out of them. Okay. The, 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 I guess my point of emphasis is this. There's a negotiation between you and the market that has to happen and you have to recognize your leverage within it, regardless of where you physically may be. Regardless 100%. of what you may have accomplished. And, and, and I just I went through that. I went that I went through that with my current employer. There was a, it was a big negotiation. Yeah. And I was able to negotiate. Um I would be I would be able to go, uh, negotiate based on my qualifications and who I am. Yeah. Like I knew what y'all was coming with, but yeah, me? Mm-mm. I'm me, 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 you know, like I'm you talk me. about me, yeah. me, 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 me. So I'm not taking away. There, there are absolutely some places where that is a necessity and where we have to do that as um as we are commodities and business people and whatever. But there's some people, but, but this is where the false equivalent, this is this is the thing with the false equivalency. We compared, and, and what it was was the comparison that was made was to me was so left field that I missed the bigger message within it. Yeah. Which was, uh, which was work smarter, not harder, not harder. That's what I, that was, that's what you were trying to go to. That's what you were trying. I knew it. I knew it. I read it. I knew it. I felt it. I read it. I understood because I'm, I'm listening to you. Tell me how much work you are putting in. And my heart goes out to my dog, like, bruh, you don't have to work that hard. You shouldn't have to work that hard. And now don't get me wrong, hard work pays off. And and you you do have to work hard at things, but I think you could exercise that effort, that hard work into an area that would uh not be as taxing, is what I think. Here's the okay, I hear you, I feel you, I appreciate it. But I, I texted you the other day. I'm glad you said that. And I just, I think <laughs> I texted you and I said, purpose. Mm-hmm. Just and out of nowhere. Just it. Yeah. Huh? And you looked at me and you said, what are you talking about? So what if I literally, in whatever it is I'm doing, I feel I have found what I was called to do and in that moment, that was my purpose. Even though you may appear to be working harder instead of smarter? The key word was appear. Right, I know. I said appear. I said it on purpose. <laughs> Even and though we, from an outside perspective, to me, it looks like you are working extremely hard, more than you have to on the tactical part of the process. Than, but this is in line with your purpose. And the key word is appear. Mm-hmm. The key word is appear, and the reason why uh, the reason why this is important is because I've come to the conclusion you've known this. I just learned this week based on our conversation. We're in the business of purpose, mm-hmm. and words matter. Mm-hmm. How we frame things matter, mm-hmm. and there's nothing more important than purpose. So if, if you're telling me I'm working smarter than I had now, you got to understand the word is appearing. The way I, the reason why I say appear is because what if I told you 
that this month through that other business where I'm seem to be working super hard, I bought home my salary for my job. Mm. And changes perspective. Then at the same time, I'm building infrastructure or I'm I'm coming up with a plan or I'm moving in direction, which will allow me to do the ultimate goal, which is hire other people to work with and for me. Mm -hmm. So whereas mm -hmm. I can be in Montgomery mm -hmm. and this thing is being built. All and right? the business is still going. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you another example. You're in Delaware speaking. You're making, let's say, 7K for a speech. Okay. In that speech, you're wearing a merch, a shirt that company, my company designed, and we're going to mm -hmm. sell it for 25. So meanwhile, you're on stage, you're wearing it. I have a table outside mm -hmm. selling a shirt for 25 a pop. You got seven for the speech. I sold 350 shirts. Working smarter, not harder. We, mm -hmm. we damn near made the same. Now mm -hmm. I'm working even smarter. I'm not even going to go. I'm going to send my cousin, pay him, pay you for a sponsorship. We still pretty much made the same. <laughs> That's assuming That's I what let I'm you come. That's assuming <laughs> I let you come to, to the gig in Delaware. <laughs> See, that but that's what I'm saying. Assumptions. Assumptions. But that, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the message. I got the message. It was the package. Now, if I was, and, and, and this, is, this is the thing with the false equivalencies where I think words matter. If we had the exact same target audience, right? And we were doing the exact thing. So our target audience is the same. And then we're working harder, not smarter in this other business. Fear game. But it, it's kind of even hard to compare if we're doing the same thing with different audiences. Mm -hmm. Because still, again, it's mm -hmm. that market. It's that, mm -hmm. it's that you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I just think for me, it was like I, I, I knew exactly what you were saying. I knew, I knew exact, I knew exactly what you was trying to say. It got lost in the delivery the packaging. Yeah. And I knew it at the time that I, I sent that message to you. It happened like I was right here. You was excited. I, I can was, imagine. <laughs> I, I was not for the reason of, oh, my God, I can't believe I just shot that. Yeah. And they didn't I, I heard it. it. <laughs> that wasn't it. When I said it wasn't it wasn't the excitement because I have shot that before. Mm -hmm. right just playing around what i was excited was about was i get to lead by example hey bro this is possible yeah this is possible like not so much trying to steer you in this direction man you need to be speaking you need to be doing this stop wasting your time with that over there what you doing over there i've been watching i've been paying attention right you know because mm -hmm. we're, we're we're working together yeah, you know, a lot. to get it done. So I get to see a little bit more insight into it. At the same time, I believe that my boy is worth so much more than he gives himself credit for. It's it's back to the the conversation of you need yeah. to call him Doctor Shane. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. I, that's ex and that's it's, exactly it's what I told somebody. That. 
I, yeah, it's, it's exactly what I, that's exactly what it, I knew. It. I knew. Yeah. It. And that's why I said when I read it, I had I couldn't even even if I wanted to be offended, I couldn't because I was like, I know exactly what this guy's talking about. Like, I know exactly. Yeah. We had a conversation this week about the like, didn't have me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, bro, like, you know, I can't help but to think. Uh, think about protecting my squad. Like, think about yeah. like where yeah. we're trying to go. We know what our goals are. Right. I used yeah. to want to talk you out of Alabama. Man, you got to get out of Alabama. No, stay in Alabama. That's working for you. But let's also look at what are ways that each of us, even if in that conversation, we're talking about two different subjects. And I knew when you said false equivalency, I said he I'm talking about one one industry. He talking about I'm the other industry is totally different. I get that. So I hope that he sees in this, which I figured you would. I knew the point of this. You know what's been in my mind? You know what? what has been in my mind probably for the last six months? When I first started and I was selling stuff for 12. And he was like, nah, bro, you got to come up. You got to come up. And I'm like, I'm going to sit right here. Now it's up. You see what I'm saying? So it, it's, 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 it's all in play. And it was just, all, it, it was, it was all about the, the messaging and packaging. And I'm like, there's so much, I think in our society, and I used this last season, there's so much journey shaming. Mm. Like the other day I was talking to somebody, kid you not. And they said, you know, if you don't mind me asking, how much you make last year? And I said, um, I told them. And they said, I did that and barely have a high school diploma. That's the word. Said you got health insurance. They said, nah. I said, all right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we are so quick to yeah. move over there, go over there, do that, do that. Yesterday I was in a dentist. I wanted to go get my teeth clean. Look at that. And you know, shoot, I walk in, just give them the car, go. Somebody came in to get their teeth clean. They had to pay $290. We make the same money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, big so let's stop. Let's stop with this. How about we, hey, how did that happen? How can I help you do that? Yeah. What can we do to be better at that? Yeah. Tell me more about that. We're too busy. We're too busy just trying to make ourselves feel important and special at the cost of others. And that I just don't ever want to be in that boat. You know what I'm saying? And and that's why I I just I'm just I'm not it's not the message because I I got you. We can talk. Or even if you would have said, bro, you need to start picking up some of these type of engagements. I know you're doing that over there. You need to pick up some of these. You you see what I'm saying? Changes the conversation. I could still say, nah, bro, I'm good where I'm at. But it completely changes the conversation. But when you said that, it, I knew but that, exactly. But that what also, you that also wasn't the that wouldn't have been the message that I was trying to send. You know what I'm saying? I know. Because I know. also, too, as you think about long term, <laughs> what doors, what doors the, what doors are you potentially able to open if you can gain greater access and control of your own time? Like 100%. Right, right now, I'm in this place of. Transit, and I think you are too. This place of transitioning from being a tactician, one who executes and does the work, to being more of a strategist, one who mm-hmm. thinks mm-hmm. and scales mm-hmm. the work, right? Mm-hmm. And as you grow, as you grow as a business owner, as you grow as a parent, as you as you grow, that's the level. When we had the previous episode about there's levels to this, this was a level that I didn't realize existed in the journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Didn't realize it yeah. until I got into a position where it's calling for me to be there. Oh, this is what they mean by you can't work on the business and work, work in the in business. The business. Yes. This is that level. It didn't yeah. know it had a name. And so as we have talked about and, and kind of mentioned to one another, hey, we should be able to do this, this, and this with the pod. Okay. How are we going to do that? When I look over here, you telling me you ain't getting but two hours of sleep because you're being a tactician over there. Hey, bro, free up some time. That idea that we want to do with the pie is going to need more time. We can't do that if you're yeah. in the business. So come yeah. out of the business. But okay, so that leads me to the second, the second, the second kind of portion. If purpose is number one, what's number two? I've been thinking about that since you since you shot me that question and I was back and forth on a couple of different things. So, so if purpose is number one, I settled on this morning. Mindset is number two for this reason. Mm. Mindset is connected to how you see yourself and how you see yourself has everything to do with explaining. I am blank. Whatever you say you are, you are whatever you say you are not. You are mm. definitely not that. So identifying your purpose is about the end goal. And I'm going to start with the end in mind kind of kind of person. So I see the vision. I see the destination, which is fulfilling my purpose. But if my mindset doesn't believe that that is possible, then my effort, my execution, right? My discipline, none of that will be in place. I, I can't I can't execute if my mind doesn't tell me to execute. So yeah. mindset has to be number two. Okay. And you got to have the right mindset. I was thinking the process. And it kind of works together because when you tell me that you see that I'm up all night, is it because I made a tactical error or is it because I made a planning error? <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it goes back to the execution of it. Like, um, you know, the, the, the process and the journey is going to look different, but the ultimate goal is to get to the perfect. But I, I really like your answer. You might've trumped me there. And when, he, when you said process, I'm thinking that's still after mindset, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That that's, that's agreed. It, it's coming up in, in yeah. the journey because like ultimately, if your mindset pushes you and tells you, all right, just start. You ain't got to have much of a plan. Yeah. Let's just start. Take that first step. Okay. Now the gems you're going to get are in the process and come to appreciate the journey of heading yeah. towards the destination. Yeah. But before that, if that mind ain't right, you ain't going to never get started. You ain't going to never even get into the process or you'll never get far enough in the process to get the gems you need out of it yeah. to make sure that you fulfill your purpose. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's where I was at. And, yeah. No, and no, honestly, no, that, that's that you win. So number two would be definitely mindset because the mindset takes care of a lot of offenses. So then let me throw at you this. Here were some other considerations as a number two, discipline, commitment, mindset, execution, mindset, I was like, mm, I mean, you got to be disciplined, right? You got to be disciplined. Mm, yeah. Uh, execution. You got to execute and you got to execute at a high level. Yeah. I came back to mindset. Yeah, it's, it's all there. It's all there. It's, 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 it's all there. I mean, you could even throw the process and conceiving the process under that 
Yeah, that that's what I said. It's, it's towards the front of this list, yeah. like top five. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it goes back to kind of the mindset in the process. And one of my, if you want to call it a pitfalls, is that I rice bowl a lot of stuff. What does that mean? I, I try to pack as much as I possibly can. Mm into one bowl and do as much as possible. All right, perfect. What if it's time to pull it back and less is, less is more, and that's where I'm at. You see what I'm saying? All right. And that's the other part of the comparison where I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead. Here's <clears throat> this past week, what was it last week? Yeah, this past week. Um, I've had several coaches in my life just because I've been in sports, right? I've been in a corporate space, so I've had several leaders who are, in essence, coaches. They serve in that coaching capacity, um, especially if they saw themselves as that. I, this week, got a coach to help me as a business uh, professional, as well as my personal development that's separate of my job. That's separate mm -hmm. of my sport, right? This is the first time that I've done that. I've always utilized mentors um, and my network to help coach me up. But at this stage in the game, I felt like I needed something different, right? Because what got you here won't get you there. Won't get you there. Okay. Fast forward. In that conversation, he drew out of me what's important to you. And I got these long time ago. My four buckets that I'm working towards, faith, family, fitness, and finances. No particular order, but kind of in a particular order. Faith, family, fitness, finance. He asked me a question that I couldn't answer, but I'm on a homework assignment. What does success look like in any one of those areas? Mm. As you were talking just now, right? So whether you're working in you know, your business with garments or we're talking about speaking which bucket does it fall in? Which buckets does it contribute to? But more importantly, what does success look like in, in any one of those buckets? And the reason yeah. that this conversation even came up is because I feel like, and I kind of shared this with you, that I have not been executing at a high level like I used to. Yeah. And so he said, if you don't know what success looks like in any one of those buckets, you can't your it. feeling is unfounded. You need yeah. to collect data on that. But the only mm -hmm. way you're, that data is going to make any sense is if you have a definition. So, so far, when I think about my buckets like finance, most people, that they're working towards improving their finances to get more money in order to do what? Right. There's another level is to get more money to do what to buy more things. Why do you want to buy more things? You know, like if you keep diving deep, you could find it. For me, what I realized and connected to was improving my finances or success in my finances means I get greater access and control of my time. That's where that definition came from. Mm. For me, success in my finance bucket is gaining greater access and control of my own time. Gotcha. So as you were working, as you were, we're talking about smarter, not harder, as you're talking about the rice bowl and unpacking the rice bowl, do you feel like you got clarity in what your buckets are, however many they are, and then what does success look like? And then what are the indicators that you're going to use as, as 
proof of whether or not you're making progress in those areas? Uh, don't have buckets. Love the idea. Need to get some buckets. And the only goal I have right now. And yes, that's this is the only measure of success in my eyes is to work myself out of a job. So how do I consistently bring home through my entrepreneurial endeavors monthly the same thing I would do clocking mm -hmm. in on somebody's clock? That's the goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, from there, I don't know what the hell happens, but mm -hmm. at least you know that's kind of the only compass I have. But I do like the what you say, faith, family, fitness, and finances. Finance, I do like that. I need to establish some buckets. Um, but that's that's where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. working myself out of the job. That's the goal. Yeah, and like for me so far, having those buckets, even though I was working towards each of them, what it really did for me was it it allowed me to be more intentional with my efforts. Like in the mm -hmm. faith bucket, I have a men's Bible study group that I do once a week. I have Bible study that I do or uh, Sunday school that I do on Sunday mornings. I attend church. I've been more intentional and more consistent. And when I think about the feeling that I have of not executing, I don't feel the same uh, in that I'm not executing in each of those areas. Like, in this bucket, I feel like I'm doing really good in that bucket and I'm moving towards something, but I don't have a definition of success in the bucket. I just feel a lot better in that bucket. Whereas this other bucket, I'm like, man, you suck over there, boy. You need to mm -hmm. get it together in that bucket. But again, I don't have a definition of what I'm working towards as far as success either. It's just a feeling. Again, it's unfounded in those two areas, but it's still allowing me. All right. That's the bucket we're looking at. Do some work in that. I'm intentional. And what are you going to do? I'm going to do this and this and this. All right. Still don't know what success looks like. Nope. But I know that this is moving me forward. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And the other one is being more intentional, specifically when I spend time with my family mm -hmm. and my son. Like, if this is the time you, one, set aside time. Just like you, just like you plan that you got to go teach a class, you got to go do a presentation. You need to prioritize your sleep in that same fashion. And yep. you need to be that intentional with the time with your family. Yep. And when you have that time, that is what you're doing. You're not sending emails. You're not taking notes. Boom, 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 boom. You're, you're, that, that's your time. And that's something Sabrina and Richie and I talked about, I think last time we was on the group chat, about being super intentional about around your, your family time. Mm -hmm. You so have to put up yeah. guardrails as yeah. you take on more as more ends up in the rice bowl. You got to put up guardrails to protect yourself from you. Like, yeah, that's that's uh, one of the downfalls of being super ambitious. You're yeah. not just protecting, you know, what you got in your in your space, in your bucket from the world. You also within it got to protect you from you because you will kill you. You will work yeah. you to death. You are your own boss, right? And you will say, oh, you good? Keep going. You don't need no break. You don't yeah. need no break. Keep going. You Are you doing well in that area? Nope. Then you need to pick it up over there. You have to protect you from you. Yeah. 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 That's first and foremost. So, yeah. Footwork, you got anything? <sighs> so right now, um, I got a couple of uh, speaking gigs that are going to be coming up um speaking what kind year. of speaking are you doing are you on the so a lot of times people are requesting that i come talk to their group on a couple of topics 
just a couple. These are my areas of expertise. Leadership development, how to help leaders be better leaders as they work to serve their teams, their people, their organization. Sales. Sales is where I got my start in terms of career. Um, and everything in the world has a sales component. And so a lot of companies want me to come in and either serve as a consultant, a speaker, or a coach to their sales group to enhance their performance so that it ultimately increases the bottom line. Uh, third area is diversity, equity, and inclusion, which ultimately you're trying to help people recognize their differences, both visible and invisible, and figure out how to navigate them and interact cross-culturally successfully. Believe it or not, it's always been a thing, but people recognize that another group is different or another person is different from them, but there's this invisible wall that makes a person hesitant to interact because especially nowadays, you're too afraid of getting canceled because you said the wrong thing. And yeah. canceled looks many different ways. We've seen the worst examples of it, uh, but even individually, we've seen some minor examples, but it's got people afraid to touch anything, right? It's afraid to break anything. So I teach people how to do it, give themselves grace and give others grace as we all try to do it. All right. So for you, not as smart people, if you need a guest speaker for leadership, sales and diversity, equity, inclusion, Vic is your guy. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for the plug. No, that's fine. Like um, one of the things they told us when you get your when you finish your dissertation, they they say, "What is your one minute one minute elevator speech?" So if somebody yeah. asks you what your research is in one minute in the elevator. You got to be able to deliver it. Not that it was bad because this was actually the first time you 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 talk about me, but this is actually the first time that you've introduced yourself in that light on this podcast. So I, I thought it was in it was intentionally well, that. You you know me, you know that self-promotion, when you talk about one of my biggest faults, it is self-promotion. All of us, all of us. That's, that's, and I don't know. Not all I, of us. There's a lot of people who have no problem promoting. Well, when I say all of us, I'm talking about you and I, like both, oh, okay. <laughs> both of us. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I, I'll, I'll have a whole goddamn house on the market and not tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and then be pissed off. <laughs> I ain't buying it. Why ain't nobody behind my house? <laughs> Don't tell nobody. Yeah, like, house. you know, so perfect example. Guys, I'm on social media. My business and the brand is, it's shaping up to be more brandy than I ever thought, but um, brandy, more of a brand than I had thought. So it's getting there, creating hustle. We are on, if you go to uh, Facebook, we're on Facebook. TikTok, which is the big one. I think the last time I checked, I'm at like 923. If you can go That's follow right. me at Facebook, please go. Not excuse me. If you can go follow me on TikTok, I need to get to a thousand. So please, and then also YouTube and Instagram. Um, uh, we're branding each of those differently. So the Facebook creating hustle will be doing one thing. The Instagram and Facebook will be doing one thing. The TikTok will be doing one thing, and then the YouTube. But it's all going to work together. Also, as of Thursday, um. It's official. I just I turned in the first edit of my book, uh, the contemporary popular music producers, and it'll be out probably in the next month. That's so um, I'm wrote it. I wrote it. It's it's something that started back in the research started back in 2015. And um, it's a book that's basically a resource for teachers to teach about popular music producers. 
So um, it's finally written. I, you know, we're in the editing phase. It's the edits are pretty. I, I, I'm sure somebody looked at this and said, "How does he have a PhD?" But I was sick and I was rushing, and now it's the cleanup phase. But the book will be out next month, hopefully. And although it's very niched, um, it's geared towards teachers. If you have a music educator friend, they need this book. So um, mm-hmm. I'm super proud because it feels like a life work, something that I've been working towards for years. That's finally done. So. We'll have more information. I'll show you all the cover in a couple of weeks once we get all that done. But just be on the lookout. And it's good times, man. My dog writing a book. Man, yeah. when I tell you growth is possible, you should have so. seen this cat back in high school. Growth is possible, <laughs> baby. It is possible. So teachers, music educators, people who just are interested in music, I bet there's some gems in this book. I can't wait for it to come out, man. I'm going to read it whether uh, I got stuff that pertains to me or not in there. I just feel like I'm going to learn something. It'll be something. It's more, I even quiver when I say book, it's more of a teacher resource. So it takes you from what are producers, we teach you about the producers, and then we teach you how to teach your kids about the producers. So it's more so a resource but um, I'm hoping that like every college professor who has classes say, hey, guys, you need to have this in your portfolio for when you get into the classroom. And that that's the goal. So I, I'd even be curious for people who are artists in the business. Yeah. If there is lessons in there. Right. To educate them about. It, absolutely. The first chapter just talks about like the different roles of the producer and yeah. how they operate and the different things they do. Um, then, then we also talk about the dis- different business aspects, like the different ways a producer gets money. So it, 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 it's for anybody. It ain't just for teachers then. Yeah. Anybody. It's for anybody. So it's That's exciting, man. All right. Well, if we did footwork, it would be, uh, unlike us to not end this episode on a quote. So I got a message for me, for you, and for every listener who's tuning into this. Quit letting who you were talk you out of who you're becoming. Good stuff. Quit letting who you were talk you out of who you're becoming. Right now, you feel a change. You feel a shift. I don't know if it's because the weather's changing. It's the end of the year and New Year's resolutions are right around the corner. Or you've been putting in a lot of work and you starting to see the progress. And there's little old you trying to talk you out of who you're becoming. Don't listen to them. Keep moving. Keep your head up. Head high to the finish. See it through. I'm Coach Vic. That's Doc. As always, Purpose Addicts, we appreciate you for rocking with us. Go like, subscribe, share the show, tell three friends, maybe tell a cop. Check out season two to understand what that joke means. As always, live life on purpose. We out. And I think a lot of the times, everybody's not going to understand your vision, your walk, your purpose, your desires, your dreams, your goals. And they don't have to, because I'm going to tell you a secret. Everybody ready? It's yours. It don't belong to them. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't they teeth to brush. Ain't they armpits to put deodorant on. It's yours. This message is for anyone who is not answering the calling on their life. I want you to take note of something. That one thing, that one talent, that one gift you have, that idea that could give birth to a solution that possibly brings harmony to the world will never get the chance to breathe life if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. That's right, I said, if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. Too many times we settle 
for good things when we can have God things. And purpose is a God-given gift. Not everybody fulfills their purpose. Not everybody discovers it. Not everybody walks in it. But if you're willing to give up the good things to get to the God things, well, baby, I promise you purpose, that's for you. Failure is a part of success. I heard that somewhere. I didn't make that one. Failure is a part of success. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, you could try 10 times, 